Today, we're speaking with Bill Robinson, the current longest standing trustee on the Board of Education for Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools. Let's hear what he has to say. This is NLPS Ed Talks, a podcast brought to you by Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools. I'm Dale Burgos, the Executive Director of Communications, and I'll be sharing conversations with students, staff, and friends of the district. We'll learn, we'll laugh, we may cry, but most importantly, we'll share the unique stories of individuals that work and play in our school system. Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools is one of many school districts in British Columbia, Canada, and is centrally located in one of the most beautiful places in the world, Vancouver Island. Thanks for joining us. Good day, Mr. Robinson. How are you? Good day, Mr. Bargos. Uh, I am splendiferous, uh, absolutely <laughs> splendiferous today. I'm going to look that one up. I've got my computer here beside me. Not sure if that's actually a word, but I, I am going to look that up. So uh, let's let's do a quick introduction here because uh, there may be some people, there, there are actually some people out there that may not know you, Bill. I would imagine there's more than a few. Uh, more than a few, but I would find that uh, a very big surprise because everyone knows Mr. Bill Robinson, one of our trustees. Uh, now, of course, um, uh, let's get started here, okay? So let, let's do this. So Bill, full name, what is it? James William Robinson. When I'm being official, that's who I introduce myself as. Yes. Love it. Uh, yes, but he goes by, of course, everyone knows him as Bill Robinson. And, and I, in the intro, I mentioned that you're one of the longest standing or cur- the current longest standing trustee on our Board of Education. How, how long has it been? Third now? term. Third term. Third term, just starting. There you go. And how does mm-hmm. that feel? It feels good. I had no intention of serving uh, a third term. Uh, I felt two terms would be uh, enough. And uh, the first term and a half or so was really tough. We, I was part of closing five schools. Uh, I was part budget after budget of cutting especially QP workers. And my mom was a school custodian, so uh, every time I I cut that position, uh, it hurt. And every time I cut a school, closed a school, or was part of closing the school, um, I knew if I lived in that community, I'd be on the other side of the road uh, fighting the good fight. So those were really essential decisions for the benefit of all students across the district, uh, but very difficult, really I challenging. I bet it was, no kidding. Now you mentioned your mom, so let's let's go back a little bit. Before we get into some of the trustee work that you're <clears> doing and, and all the great work, of course, let's talk about your childhood. Let's talk about where you grew up. Where are you from? Uh, born in Campbell's Bay, Quebec, which is in the Ottawa Valley, 60 miles upriver from the city of Ottawa. On the Quebec side. Uh, parlez-vous français? Uh, everyone within 50 miles of where I was born in Quebec spoke English, wow. and no one spoke French. It was an Irish community. Okay. And uh, so uh, English was the language of the day. During time when I worked in Montreal with uh, both CBC and uh, private radio, CJAD, I did take French lessons a couple of times a week. Very good. And I had a French-Canadian girlfriend, and uh, she refused to speak English. Uh, so, uh, My French became not 
too bad. And then I moved to Toronto. And uh, if you're not speaking, at, at least with me, if I'm not speaking it every day, right. uh, it tends to disappear, as has uh, my Halkamanum. I, as I'm proud to say, a grade 8 graduate of Mandy Jones' Halkamanum program. And uh, but not using it every day, I can introduce myself uh, in Halkamanum. And uh, however, our extraordinary, our excellent, our wonderful new uh, superintendent uh, has started uh, Halkamanum classes for a number of us. Yep. So uh, my Halkamanum will be uh, picking up again. Uh, what a commitment that all of us uh, administrators across the district uh, will have uh, the ability to at least spend 60 seconds introducing themselves and speaking a little Halkamanum, being part of bringing that language and culture back to life, which... Uh, is way up there on uh, our list of goals with this district. And personally, uh, 20, I'm all over the map in this conversation. That's this okay. I'm having we too much fun. We can always edit it out. <laughs> I'm having too much fun. We won't. Uh, I got excited about uh, the Hulkamanum language and culture probably 20 years ago. I came to town 22 years ago from Toronto. Um I was at an Aboriginal grad, and some man stood up and spoke Halkamanum for six, seven minutes. And there was something uh, that hearing that language spoken just took me, uh, as uh, Mandy Jones tells me and her sister Joan Brown, uh, the language and culture are connected to the land. They come from the land. And I had that experience listening to this man, and uh, and <clears throat> one of my real passions, one of the reasons I wanted one more term was to uh, continue to help uh, bringing Halkamanum culture and language uh, back to life. Love it. <clears throat> I love that you're doing your part. Speaking of Halkamanum, <clears throat> let's, let's, let's get you to do, uh, introduce yourself. Uh, Ensepe Bill Robinson, Tinitsunut Nanaimo Sanawas, and I want to see there. I had a little it's brain okay. burp. I want to see Lamnala Tanaquail. It's good to see all of you here today. Or were I speaking just to you, I'd say I want to see Lamnama Tanaquail, which is singular. Nice. And that's about all I remember <laughs> these days. Well done. I, I think it's great. And I, and I love that the district is, and, and the board especially, had focused on reconciliation as one of its board goals and uh, and that we're, we're doing these classes. And, and, and really, this is, as Superintendent Scott Saywell says, this is the only place in the world where you will learn Hulkamanum. Yes. Right? And and that makes complete sense. And so we've got our district, uh, we've got people in the district teaching, we've got people in the district learning. It's 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 fantastic. And now, there's a, a program I, I got to talk about okay. my teacher, Mandy Jones, <laughs> yes, Mandy. Uh, who is uh, an award winner of the uh, Premier's Award for Excellence in Education, 34 years a Halkamanum teacher in yes. this district. Yep. I hope to have her on the show <clears> one day. She uh, is an extraordinary woman, and uh, her sister, Joan, played a large part in us getting uh, uh, 
uh, Hulkamanum language, the competition, we called it Spaptidal, which means competition. Uh, as of two years ago, we started calling it Tukasthompsh, which means celebration, which I, I think is more where we're coming from, not not a competition, but a celebration of the culture. And what she is doing with uh, Bill Taylor, the drama teacher at LSS, with a language and land-based program. She has kids who are not coming to school on a regular basis from Sanaus, or Stamenas, rather. And uh, when they start this in January, the kids are there. Uh, they're not only studying the language and culture themselves, they are teaching other kids they are teaching other teachers, and something that has really started to excite me, as many of those kids are coming out of that language and land-based program and joining the leadership club in the school. So they're, they're spreading their culture through the leadership group and language. It's what's happening. I was at LSS last night speaking about exciting things. Yeah. <clears throat> too bad you don't have any questions for me. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm throwing this piece of paper out now. I'm just going to let you go. Uh, Bill Taylor, the drama yes. teacher, uh, does uh, um, unscripted uh, theater. What do you call it? Uh, there's a term. Oh, oh uh, okay. I know what you're talking about. It's um, uh, improv. Improv. Thank you, Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany is in here as well, my, my multimedia designer, and she's mouthing the words to us as, as we're doing this. And so newly you. appointed program director uh, of yes, the station. <laughs> she's, got, she's gotten promoted, yes. Uh, Bill does amazing things with improv. They are doing six shows. The first show was last night, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, with the Staph Infection Band. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, oh, oh, the no. principal and five oh, teachers okay. playing old rock and roll and right. backing up the kids when needed. Uh, there are kids from grade 8 to grade 12, uh, different teams. It's an amazing show, 10 bucks, and um, you get a free piece of pie as well, okay, well and got, ice cream. Got me a pie. Yep. <laughs> so. And ice cream. There you go. So, Bill, I uh, this this is our first episode, and and I, and I thought it would be it'd be kind of fitting that we had you on here, being of course the current longest standing trustee, uh, but also because you've had some history working in radio, and and same as myself, right? right. But um, we're not here to talk about me. I want to talk about you a little bit, and uh, you did this uh, a few years ago now, but uh, <laughs> won't so say polite. won't say how much. But um, I'd like to hear a little bit more about Bill and and maybe your time as. Uh, somebody who worked in radio. Okay, going back in time, December the 18th, 1965. Wow. Okay. I got off an airplane in Goose Bay, Labrador. <laughs> uh, a couple of years before that, uh, I had uh, a job over in England with the Canadian Air Force. And at that time, uh, we had to land either in Goose Bay or Gander to refuel right. to get across. So I didn't know where we landed, but I remember getting out of the plane and looking around and thinking, who the heck would live in a place like this? <laughs> and a couple of years later, I got off the plane to start my radio career, 
And then I learned who would live in a place like this, not only live but get married in a place like that, So to a girl from Picton, Ontario, um, who was a teacher. Hey. Interesting. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I uh, served a couple of year and a half there, and then I went down to St. John's to do a morning show, and then I went to Montreal to do a morning show, uh, then I took a year off and worked in private radio, offered uh, a CBC job. Actually, I took a, another year off and traveled. Nice. Uh, had uh, some amazing experience uh, through Europe and uh, the overland trail to India through Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan. Wow. Up to Nepal. <clears throat> and... Um, just had an amazing time. Lived in a Buddhist temple in Thailand for two months. Come on. Uh, Love it. Learning uh, a Vipassana meditation. They, I wondered. First off, you're, you're talking about meditation, and I've never actually seen you at a loss for words. So that must have been interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, it was very, very interesting. I wandered into this uh, kind of broken down temple, but the gates were open. Okay. A young monk wanted to, saw me, wanted to practice English, so we chatted a little. He said, would you like to Perfect. have tea with the abbot? So I said, sure, and we went in. He translated for me. Fifteen minutes later, the abbot said, would you like to be my student? And I went back to the YMCA, picked up my stuff. They gave me a room, uh, washroom and room, fed me two meals a day. Once a day, I had roughly a half an hour with the abbot uh, teaching me. And uh, two months later, when I left, uh, I met the abbot in the temple, and I said, what? can I give you for this? He said, spread the Dharma. Hmm. Do good work. Wow. Yeah. There you go. And you are doing good work. So let's, <clears throat> now that you're on that uh, topic, you do good work and you've, you've written some stories as well. You're, you're also a published author. Well, uh, sort on. of authorette. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a mini author. Um, what the book is about is, uh, what I considered the best from 11 years worth of columns in the Nanaimo Daily News. Columns uh, I called Hidden Heroes, stories of ordinary people doing small things that any one of us could do, but they were doing it and making a difference. So it was meant to inspire people to take positive action in their life. And after a year or so of doing that, I thought, you know, kids should really be inspired to do this. And uh, so I started thinking about that and uh, ended up creating um, an education program for grades one to eight. And uh, we uh, had that being used in four provinces and uh, one state, Mississippi of all places. What? Mississippi, there you go. <laughs> okay, there's a connection there now, right? I love it. I mean, fantastic. I mean, people, like I said, people know you. Every Everywhere we go, it seems everyone knows Mr. Bill Robinson. And, and you've been around Nanaimo now for how many years? 22. 22 years. And a half. <laughs> 22 years and a half. Okay, can't forget that half. Now, um, three terms. 
three-term trustee, that you're entering into your third term now. Why did you choose a career as a uh, as a trustee, and why why education? Now, I noticed, or rather, you mentioned the connection with your mom as a teacher, uh, but why a trustee? No, she was a custodian. Oh, custodian, she sorry, yes. Worked in the, the education schools. system. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I was a good student myself uh, until I hit university and found basketball and girls, but anyway, I won't uh, focus okay. on that. Yeah. I, I did get a, a degree. I was 55 years old, and it took five universities to whip me into shape, <laughs> but uh, I am a, a graduate in uh, with a BA in communications. Perfect. So uh, the, why a trustee? It never crossed my mind to run for a position to be elected. Um, and uh, a former uh, trustee, Terry Lynn Saunders, uh, approached me, <clears throat> and I had met her. Uh, I was the first executive director of Habitat for Humanity here, and she was on the board. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, she approached me and encouraged me, and... Uh, I had spent uh, time in Africa working on rural school projects, and uh, uh, my first career was in recreation, so dealing with kids. Excuse me. I love kids, especially little kids. I love going into uh, kindergarten rooms, although... (laughs) After a couple of hours in one kindergarten class in particular, at the end of the next board meeting, when it was over, I said, oh, I want to make a last-minute motion. And my motion is that as of this moment, kindergarten teachers have their salaries doubled. (laughs) (laughs) The old herding cats uh, statement. Yes. Uh, I have so much respect for teachers. <laughs> Here I go off on another tangent. But uh, the commitment of our teachers today, and I taught for a year uh, way back when. Wow, okay. And uh, I, I laughed because the role models I saw were, and what was standard at the time, people would work hard for two years, maybe three, and uh, get their package together, if you will, and spend the next 30 years teaching the same thing at the same time. Right. Uh, and I thought that would drive me nuts. And uh, believe me, teaching today is anything but that. And uh, the hardest working people, sadly, not the most respected. Everyone's had a bad teacher, it seems, along the way. Uh, but we are so fortunate in this district with the teachers we've managed to attract. We used to be known as the Lighthouse District, I understand, years ago. Uh, boy, uh, that lighthouse is being uh, cleaned up and shined off. Uh, there are so many good things starting. That's why I decided to run unexpectedly for a third time because the last year and a half of the last term 
we turned a corner. Our number of students has been going up, so money is a little more available. Um, John Blaine did an incredible job of pulling a a really strong team together here at the DAC office and in our uh, uh, principals and vice principals who have in turn hired extraordinary teachers and the fact that we're developing the reputation that we are and have developed we're attracting teachers uh, well not only uh, do teachers from the lower mainland want to come here because we're such a great district to work in right. but they can afford a house here Me as too. well uh, but we've got those great teachers coming from Ontario, Alberta, Saskatchewan. Yeah. And, uh, That's right. Uh, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of the Hulkamanum language and culture growing. I want to be a part of, uh, of teachers. Well, we started uh, PLCs, professional learning communities, and that's the board before the last one, right? Uh, the first board I uh, sat on. And we almost lost them uh, because uh, of time, a certain amount of teaching time required. And that board, we stood up and said, no, we got to keep them. We only kept two a month, but <clears throat> the next year it grew to every week. That's right. And what that did, uh, previously teachers across the country uh, had a tendency to work in silos, people say. Man, they went in, they closed their door, and they taught their way. And they didn't want the, my impression, <laughs> at least, and I think it's pretty accurate. PLCs, teachers come out in their working time, not after school, because we want them to know that the, the PLC time is very valuable, and so valuable for our kids as well as our teachers. So they're out and sharing ideas, and that doesn't stop when the PLC time limit is over. Uh, they're in each other's classrooms, they're talking at lunchtime, they're sharing ideas, and it's just getting more and more exciting. I make a point when I visit my schools of going at lunchtime all the time because uh, that's a time I can sit and listen to, chat with, learn about uh, what teachers are up to. And we got a bunch of really excited, excellent, excellent teachers. We do, yes. I agree with you completely. Tell me a little bit about this program that you started not too long ago. The best me I can be. Yeah, I uh, I was just out setting up our first best me I can be in a grade two class at Coltai with Mrs. Chatton, the vice principal and grade two teacher. Yes. <clears throat> and um, anyway, the way that started, one of those silly things. I woke up in the morning before Christmas last year with the line "The best me I can be" running through my head, and it wouldn't stop best me I can be, best me I can be. So I wrote it down, put it on uh, my night table. <clears throat> After Christmas, I was thinking about it again. I thought, we'll get our newly appointed program director and, uh, and woman of so many talents yes. to uh, develop uh, a certificate for us. So uh, she did that, and it's beautiful. And uh, I thought, okay, now if we had that in a frame... That would be a 
pretty exciting thing for a kid to get. And uh, so I found three of my uh, schools, all grade one classes, uh, to uh, do a pilot last year. Great. And uh, uh, we did, we would present five certificates a month for four months. So for four months, the kids are thinking about being the best me they can be. And the teachers are looking for examples. And those are written on the certificate. The certificate last year was signed by the superintendent, John Blaine, by me as trustee, and the teacher. <clears throat> and um, the program was really well accepted. Our very first program uh, a young man, uh, I keep forgetting his name, it'll come to me in a minute, refused to write tests. Uh, he'd, spelling, he'd say, I don't know my letters, I don't know the sounds, I, I'm not going to write the test. He'd have an excuse for everything else. He was one of the first five to get one. And because uh, the teacher had found other things other than writing tests where he was being the best he could be. And uh, so he got that on Wednesday. He got the certificate. Friday, they had a spelling test. Not only did he write it, but he aced it. And the next week, he read an entire grade one book, cover to cover, uh, to uh, the teacher, Kelly Inglis. And uh, she didn't know he could read because he'd well, never, never tried. Never tried. And uh, exciting things are happening with the program. Parents are telling me about uh, one dad, um, the kid came home and the mom hung the certificate in the, the student's bedroom. And there were great excitement. The dad works out of town. He came home and uh, he went in and saw it in the bedroom and took it down immediately and moved it into the living room. <laughs> Look at that. I love it. <clears throat> Can you imagine what that did for that kid's self-confidence, yes. self-esteem? So. Make, making a difference, Bill, Yeah, as you are, and uh, and, and kudos to you. I, I, I really think that, that's, um, that that program itself, I've heard really good things about it. Uh, I've seen it, and you've talked about these stories and, and, and shared these stories, and I, and I think that we should continue this, and I think we are, aren't we? We definitely are. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, let's get into uh, maybe the last part of our, our, our chat today and, and a little bit about the future and this term and, and maybe some of your thoughts uh, as a trustee, but then maybe something that uh, you look at as a group, as the Board of Education. What are what are the focuses coming up? You know, I, I think for this board, uh, and it seems that this is the way we're all feeling. I, I'm, I'm impressed with this board. I, I wondered. It somehow seems younger, and uh, but... Uh, Highly experienced, extremely talented, yes, and um, enthusiastic. I'll tell you, really enthusiastic. Yep. Uh, maybe have to be toned down a little, but um, I think uh, the general feeling is we want to get to know each other, get to know senior management as uh, as a board, as a team, and uh, so. Looking too far forward, I'm not sure now is the time. Uh, now is the time for us to get to know each other, uh, learn how to work with uh, staff. Um, we've got our senior management team, while well, you're part of it, uh, is, it's amazing. 
the commitment. It's not unusual, I know, for meetings to be set for six, and the slowpokes get in at seven, you know. Right. Uh, and they're here in the evening working, and they've all got 20, 25, 30 years of experience and master's degrees or PhDs. Uh, the commitment is, John Blaine did an amazing job of, of getting that team working together. Um, so the, the long-term future, it's just, it's just percolating. And right. it's going to be great. Personally, I want to see before I leave this board four years from now, I, I really want to see Hulkamanum immersion at least started. Uh, Love it. It, it yep. might be that we have to just take one class with one teacher and follow that one class through with the same teacher because finding Hulkamanum teachers is going to be very, very challenging. But <clears throat> like we did with PLCs, we at least got it started. That's right. And then it grew. And I think it's important, and I'll do everything I can to encourage the rest of the board to agree uh, that we make that effort to uh, start Halkamanum Immersion. That culture has so much to teach us. We yes. talk about walking uh, uh, on, in two worlds. Uh, or we, the, the elders, talk yes. uh, about walking in two worlds. If we could get our non-Aboriginal students walking at least partly in that other world, uh, it would be a better community. I agree with you, 100%. You heard it here first. This is what Bill wants. Maybe Bill will get as well. We'll see what happens, right? Whatever Bill wants. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> That's right. That's more like it. Uh, Bill, I think this has been a fantastic conversation. I, I really enjoyed our time today. Uh, we, we got to touch on a lot of different things. Um, you are a fantastic individual. Uh, ever since well, I had first met you, we've, we've hit it off, and um, we will continue to do so this next term. Uh, I think maybe one last thing before we go, maybe in your best radio voice, maybe just give a, <clears throat> one last greeting for everybody out there. Greeting. Uh, hello, all. Goodbye, all. I want to see Lamnala Tenokwale. It's good to see all of you uh, through the magic of radio. Uh, well, it's podcast. We're going to call it podcast now. That's yeah. exactly it. I would like Dale very much to uh, to help out with some of my own podcasts with people I meet along the way, maybe. Possibly. We've got the stuff to do it. All right, Bill, we'll take care. It's, it's, it's always nice to speak with you, and uh, maybe we'll have you again one day. How does that sound? That sounds uh, like too much fun. <laughs> All right, this has been NLPS Ed Talks. Thanks for joining us. Have yourselves a great day. 